1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Crash Course Podcast, where we dive deep on one specific golf course for every episode. Today's episode, I feel like I'm on NPR right now. Today's episode will be <laughs> the Act Straits w- Course. Act one. The Straits Course at Whistling Straits in sheboygan wisconsin well, Haven, that's wisconsin? that's a
0: huge point of contention already There's, now we're already getting into the thick of it
1: now you're asking the right questions uh it ha- claims like three different town kohler kohler haven, haven sheboygan, sheboygan outside milwaukee north of milwaukee yeah uh not quite manitowoc though we did we were there recently we we thought about making a quick detour shout out to avery towing um <laughs> avery, avery salvage
0: a salvage Damn Damn. come on yeah
1: um we're he, talk was he was gonna start a telling company
0: that other stuff didn't happen.
1: He was. We got a lot to cover with this one. It uh DJ and I were there in October of 2019 shooting a video. This is DJ. That is yet hello, DJ. Uh <laughs> this is Sally here. We uh that video is yet to come out, so we're not gonna spoil the results of it. Well, that. we don't
0: know when people are listening to this. Maybe it maybe That's it did true. come out.
1: That's very true. Um <laughs> as of the recording of this in April 2020, it has not come out. Um but we have a lot to, We we we've both we were talking before we recorded. Both of us have played this course twice, both at very different times in our lives. Very different. So I think Different I, times in the journey. I got to experience both of what,
0: like... Well, tell, tell me about the first time. What well, I played
1: that? it in 2012. Um, I think I'd probably played three, maybe four of the top 100 courses in the world in 2012. So when I played it then, it was like the day that was marked on my calendar for like two months uh, made the drive up from Wisconsin on Father's Day, played with my dad, my best friend, and a, f- a family friend of ours. And I wore my special all-white outfit. Uh, um, and Upset of the century. I, play. Play. <laughs> I thought it was going to be all blue. If you guys think now that I have too high of a thought of my golf game, you should see back <laughs> then. I played the tips, and I had. I was probably like a four back then, <laughs> thinking
0: I was a scratch. And uh, You were like the problem. You're that guy who goes, and they're like, dude, that's why we can't have the yes. back tees even out, because yes. these guys want to
1: go play them. Well, we thought we were playing 7,200 yards, <laughs> uh, but we played 78, <laughs> oh, and my dad, so many yards. they played one more up, and they played 72 by accident, because oh, we, just, we just didn't know what we were doing. Um, and so I shot 90 the, fir- the very first time we played it, uh, but it was a beautiful June day. The water was like looked like the Caribbean. I did not understand that I lived in Chicago like off near Lake Michigan and the water is not that color in Chicago no it is a very it just hits you differently uh, up there in Wisconsin and I don't know I, I was I was blown away by the views that was what I really valued at that time. There's a lot of thrilling golf shots along the lake there. Second time coming back eight years later after kind of going around and seeing. A lot of different golf courses and more understanding of what I really like. I hadn't really seen what I would eventually fall in love with. Uh, It was a different experience the second time through.
0: I had almost identical situation. Um, I I left. When did I play it? I think it was during college. I think it might have been like a a Christmas present kind of a thing from my my parents. Same same situation. Drove up with my dad, played with my dad and a family friend, and you know, same thing was circled on the calendar completely like so flabbergasted by the views. Oh my god, I can't believe, you know, t- Tiger Woods walked here during the 04 PGA. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh like very much that kind of stuff, which of course is is super fun and I'm sure everybody listening to this can probably relate to that at least, you know, for one round of golf in their life. And so, uh yeah, same thing went back with you and and felt a lot differently, which we'll I'm sure we'll talk about.
1: Which I don't want this to sound disparaging in any way because the reason I'm presenting it this way is I think there is a, a, you can go to this place and have an amazing time. Like you can, Uh, which I think we did uh, on our second time. We enjoyed it. Yes. Yes. It is this, whatever we say about whistling Straits, it is not, do not go there. I think we can promise that.
0: And that's where I I do get uh, a little, uh, I don't know, a little peeved with kind of the, The woke golf stuff that's just like, oh God, whistling traits, what a fucking waste of space. It's like, well, definitely not. It's definitely not that. Like it's really fun to be there. (laughs) Is Is it overpriced? Potentially. But like uh, is it a net negative or net positive for all of golf? Oh, positive. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's where it's like, let's let's keep all this in perspective.
1: As long as a course isn't like dictating trends that follow, which is also not to blame on any specific course. Like no course has that power. Uh, I think like almost all golf courses are a positive for golf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if whistling Straits would have caused like prevented Bandon from happening for some reason, like, no, I would think it was not. a. No, positive if anything, it
0: probably, well, well so I guess that I don't know how the timeline works. Well, but. let's
1: get to that then it opened in 1998. And the reason I I say that is I really, really, really want to know what this would have looked like if it opened in 2002. Yeah. If no, it opened great, after Bandon.
0: It, well, that's what I was going to say is like, maybe it, you know, expedited Bandon, but I guess they were kind uh, they of were, happening around the same time. They must be on the so. same
1: timeline. But so here's uh, we have a little video clip that came online from uh, the Kohler um, YouTube channel. This is Herb Kohler in the beginning of this clip talking about Whistling Straits construction, what kind of course he envisioned, and then also Pete Dye on the back end of it.
0: What we're trying to do
1: is uh, build one of, if not the purest links course in the United States on this piece of ground. It's. Ooh. Two miles on Lake Michigan. What we've got coming is better than I imagined. Well, I, I don't know of any golf course that has uh, eight holes on a major body like Michigan, that, that like we do at Whistening Straits. It's been the greatest joy of my life to build that golf course. I mean, the biggest privilege, really, to build it. And uh, we're coming to the end, and, and every time I look at it, I just get pretty excited. So, again, that was Herb Kohler and Pete Dye. Um, the golf course was an anti-aircraft training field, dead flat, um, used during, I believe, the 50s and 60s. And they brought in 800,000 cubic yards of sand and dirt. Seems like a lot. It's a lot. The <laughs> sand, I believe, they've quoted is native to the area. Um but it's important. I, I've honestly never heard Herb Kohler call it a lynx course before. I know it's kind of a, a joke that runs around. It's like they call that a course a Lynx and it's not. But the fact that it was dead flat land and they brought in all this sand just shows you can't simulate the authenticity that comes from like a pure Lynx course. That's a fantastic point. You yeah. can't. Like and, you can't and so, take it.
0: so speak to that a little bit, is when when people say like, oh, this is bullshit. It's not a it's not a lynx. This is I can't believe people keep saying this. What, what's the what's the difference? In a Lynx
1: golf course is defined by Linking the land and the sea, okay? It comes from—I I could be wrong in, in how I describe it, but basically the salt that comes from ocean and seawater that has receded into the oceans has left very unique soil that's that's near the sea— that allows for the firm to the turf to get very firm and play fast, play hard
0: while I mean, also playing inside the dunes and with yes. all the all kinds of different movement, and yes. all this stuff. So
1: it's a very specific style of golf, you cannot like man make create. And so, like in the United States, there's very, very, very little surface like soil type that's like that. I, I'm not even sure that definition how I picture it is what bandon is, but bandon is the real thing,
0: it, like, it plays a lot more similarly than like whistling straights. I like the the quickest easiest maybe least scientific way to to say it is it just plays really slow right like it's, it's whistling does whistling yeah like yes it, whereas quote-unquote links golf is always it's fast and you're playing the ball on the ground like you can do that in very few spots yes at whistling straights which yes. i think is where the eye it draws the ire of uh well people the think semantics people
1: people think links means no trees and by water correct which is characteristics of Lynx courses, yeah.
0: but it... No trees is, is always... And I was so guilty, like a red face, because I'm so guilty of saying that when I was like 13, 14 yes. years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. For- so it's Lynx style. Oh, really? In in Byron, Illinois. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'll never <laughs>
1: I'll never forget uh, when I was at lofton Lynx in Norway, which is... For those that don't know, it's in Lofton is the very north part of Norway. It is a place where you can play in the summer for 24 hours a day. It is easily the northernmost lynx golf course in the world. And I made this trek 96 miles above the Arctic Circle to play this course, like a true bucket list experience. And I'm there the next morning having breakfast and there's this couple that was like an older couple, they're American that had been biking through the Lofton Islands. And uh this, this guy's wife just asked him and there, it's like, hey, what is what makes what's a lynx course? And I, I, I wasn't gonna actually perk up, and be like, "Well, let me tell you." <laughs> but he just like is reading his paper there, and he goes, "Well, links means there's no trees," <laughs> and that's it's <laughs> a very common misconception. But yeah. anyways, back to Whistling Straits. I think I don't know where to where to necessarily go. Well, it. so I
0: think one thing worth pointing out is, despite the clip that we just heard, where he says, "I think the quote was, our goal is to build the purest links yeah. in America.'" Which maybe at ninety ninety nine even wasn't one, but but I I mean the goal is to have big tournaments and to have high resort fees, right? Yes, that's that's the goal of this place. Yes, which in that regard it absolutely excels, and it has something to sell. Two PGA Championships, has a Ryder Cup this year. Uh, People who like when you're there, I mean people, so few people who are playing the golf course are thinking about it like you know, well, this could really be better. And I mean, everybody's blown away. And a lot of that is because you've, you've spent a lot of money to go play there. And so, of course, you're going to enjoy the experience. But a lot of it is because it's fun and it's beautiful and the shots are thrilling and, and all of that stuff. So I, I do think it succeeds at, at what it's set out to be. That said, if I was going to go spend $3,000 on a golf trip, I don't think it would be there. Probably
1: you could not have said that any better. I, I that is, sums it up very perfectly. If you're there, if you're standing on those fairways, if you're walking that golf course, or you're playing it. There's almost a 0% chance. You can say that it sucks. <laughs> right. Like you, it, yeah. it is beautiful. And it if, is if, awesome. Yeah. If
0: it does like the problems probably right with you.
1: Yes. <laughs> could it be better? Probably. I, I, I don't love like saying, Oh, they should have done this. They should have put this mound here. They could have done this at the same time. It doesn't, the, the golf course doesn't inspire anything within
0: me. Yeah, I think that's fair. And and a lot of the stuff, you know, to the whole like could it be better stuff I, I'm not even talking I'm talking more about like the conditions. Like I wish it played fast and I wish mm-hmm. it played like a, a lynx. Uh but it doesn't. And so for what it is, it's it is like a weird hybrid. It's a weird kind of it's like target golf next to the ocean or next to the, the lake. It feels like an ocean. Yeah. But that's very weird it's like yeah kind of like almost unsettling and with for how much different.
1: dirt they move for yeah. the elevation all, all of the like the turf changes and stuff it, you don't really use slopes a lot you don't really it's still got these kind of peat dye not kind of they're literally peat dye greens that remind me of kiowa in a lot of ways they're yeah. angled weird and it just it gives you a ton of uncomfortable shots which is not a knock on it in any way yeah. i just i think this is where it, the 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 quote that I'll probably say here is trending way towards the woke kind, but it's like the reason why Gill Doak and Core Crenshaw tend to be the courses that I like to gravitate towards is they, I don't know what, I don't can't say specifically what it is, but they inspire something within me like creativity, creatively, they inspire different kinds of shots that I just don't feel when I play a Pete Dye golf course.
0: Well, and this is maybe a stretch to make this comparison, but, the the closest thing I've come, and it was more because of the conditions when we played, uh, when we played the course I'm talking about. It was super calm, the wa- like the water was completely still, the wind was totally down, and the land felt very similar. Was Castle Stewart, mm-hmm. and playing out there was like you're engaged on every single shot. You're not, uh, I mean, it's hard, but you're not like losing a bunch of balls, uh, and it, it just. I mean that is, I, if it was splitting ten rounds between Whistling Straits and Castle Stewart, like it would be eight to two. That's what I would probably, I would probably say. you know.
1: I will say about Whistling though, and maybe I just don't remember it well from the first time around. But second time around, I was surprised we weren't losing golf balls.
0: No, it's a lot wider than it's. It's like I mean, we're a broken record every time we talk about Pete Dye, but it's it's the same stuff, right? Where it's like
1: wide fairways, but if you miss them, you're in yeah, trouble. he's messing
0: with your eye constantly. But there's a lot of space there. You don't have to hit driver everywhere. Like if you do, that's on you. You know, you from the black tees, you do have well, to a lot of drivers awesome, for sure. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that that was that part of it was was really fun. Like, you know, trying to unlock it a little bit more. And I think, again, we talk about this a lot, too. But for a lot of these bucket list courses, it always feels a little uh, disconnected to me to to have them. You know, it takes until like the fourth or fifth time until you start to really realize, like, oh, my God, that's how you play this golf course. Because you're probably not going to play there four or five times. <laughs> you right. know? You're probably going to play there <laughs> once. And so right. I guess that's kind of a marketing thing where it's like, you know, keep people coming back but or keep them engaged when they are there. But that's uh, probably something that not a lot of people experience because I, I would guess that 90% of the people who play there go there, they shoot 108, and they have a really good time, and mm-hmm. they have some beers, and then they leave, and they, you know, maybe come back once more over the next 10 years. Yeah,
1: and that's where it's like, all right, if you're going to make the trip, why wouldn't you just go to Bandon cuz you're going to shoot way less than 108 there. It's probably even a little bit prettier. The style of play is more fun. Yeah. And it's not as hard. Yeah. No, oh, totally. So, I, but again, they, they wanted to host majors there and they want to sell the major championship packages and that's that's what it is. And so it, I don't we I couldn't actually find an actual price for a round of golf there because the way a lot of these resorts work is like they want you to stay and play they want right stay in the american inn or american club american club
0: um totally delightful totally fine it was very nice it just shout out to the fitness center that they built in uh i think it was kohler uh just it was absolutely amazing it was like a community center but you got to go there for free if you stayed there so if anybody does go make sure you go check that out
1: um it, yeah, it just like I said in the beginning, I would have loved to have seen what it would look like if it opened four years later, because a, a blueprint would be would be born shortly after this that kind of just makes it feel more. The place feels more dated than like it feels like like I'm not not like Kiwa, but it's just kind of like okay, we're seaside. It's not really playing like a Lynx. Um, I don't know. That's kind of where I net out with it is like it.
0: Yeah, it feels like the last. It, uh... If
1: you get the opportunity to go, I suggest going. If when people reach out asking for inspiration for trips, I don't lead with Whistling straight.
0: Well, and that, yeah, two different things. It feels like the last, kind of the last grasp or last gasp, I guess, is the thing of uh, that, like, penal golf architecture, mm-hmm. you know, it, on a wide scale. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, It's like if you, if you can go, go. But also if you're like, hey, I've got $2,000 and I'm thinking about going to Wisconsin for a golf trip. Dude, go to Sand Valley well, that's, or go to... That's you, where I want to know, go. Don't. I want
1: you to compare this to Sand Valley for me.
0: And so I only played one of the courses there. Uh, it was really late in the season. But yeah, I mean, from I played Sand Valley, the golf course, and stayed on property and ate dinner and, and did the whole thing. And I mean, it felt so much more like you were at Bandon. I mean, it's it, and this is very personal. Like, there's a lot of people who go on golf trips and they like to have nice steaks and they like to head, get nice bottles of wine and they like to pamper themselves and like that's totally fine that is mucho not my thing uh mostly financially uh is not my thing and so i feel so much better when i'm at somewhere like bandon or stream well stream song is not a great example but uh sand valley was certainly in this where it's like dude let's just have like some beers and a cheeseburger and talk about the golf round and watch a basketball game that's on or something like that that's much more the vibe at sand valley is like buddy's trip whereas yep. i feel like whistling straits is and it's built this way but it's just it's a status trip you know where you, you go there and it's like oh we finally we've made it we're at whistling straits mm-hmm. and that's certainly you know good business probably when it's when it's going well but uh not the kind of place that is at the top tip top of my list right
1: Okay, so I'm gonna play a little game with this. Well, first, I'll ask you, where do you think Whistling Straits, the Straits Course, ranks uh, as far as public golf courses in America it's per Golf Digest?
0: Concerningly high. Uh, it's in the top ten. I feel like uh, I'm gonna say number. What year are you going off this year?
1: I think whatever Google the most okay. recent one. I believe it's this year. It should
0: uh, be. I'm gonna say public golf courses. I'm gonna say number five.
1: It's number three. Oh, behind Pebble Beach and Pacific Dunes. So that means it's ahead of Pinehurst number 2. Oh. Bandon Dunes, Spyglass, Old McDonald, Bandon Trails, Passa and all three stream
0: song courses. Yeah, that's not a good that's a bad take. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's where it's like don't necessarily you like if you're listening to this you probably don't follow these lists that closely, but don't think you have to just play somewhere because it is ranked super, super highly. Because personally, I've never played Spyglass of those other ones. Personally, I've enjoyed all of the other courses that I've listed there more. So I wanted to ask you. I
0: think the only one I haven't played is Pebble. and Yeah, I mean, I I would put, I think, all of those ahead of. Yeah.
1: So let's let's do this. I'm going to extend this out because I went way down this public golf list to see how far down the list I would like to find a course that I would play. So number 51 on that public golf, golf digest list, uh, tobacco road, would you rather play there or Whistling Straits? Oh, not not, <laughs> even, not close. even close. <laughs> yeah, Tobacco road. Uh, you didn't play at Caledonia on this trip, but would you rather I play? have played You've it before, played though? It. Okay.
0: Um, I would probably rather play, uh, that might be my breaking point. I absolutely love, 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 love Caledonia. And the price points are not even close to the same. Right. And if I was planning a trip, it's more likely I end up at Caledonia. But if you're putting me on a, you could be a teleporter yes. and I could be at either one, like whistling I whistling Straight's pretty I'm cool. with you
1: there. I agree. True blue. Uh same. Okay. Southern Pines.
0: Oh. Uh, the every fiber of my being wants to say Southern Pines, but still whistling. Still yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Southern Pines is, is, is like forty five dollar. This is this is helping meeting. us
1: put this course into perspective. Yeah. Uh Kiowa.
0: I would rather play whistling straits. Um
1: Mid Pines. You didn't get to play I didn't that get one, to, but didn't play that one. I think I'd rather myself. play Mid Pines than Whistling Straits. It'd be close. It'd be like six four, maybe I, five five. Okay, um, but yeah, if it's pine, if it's between Pinehurst two and Whistling, eight if it's two
0: between Pinehurst four and Whistling, I would rather play Pinehurst four.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just saying. But ten rounds between uh, Pinehurst two and oh, Whistling, at least eight at two, at least eight two. Yeah. I'd agree. So, um,
0: I, yeah, I, I, to
1: talk about some of the golf holes specifically, so they have eight holes that run along the lake. Um, I. I particularly like the third hole, par three. Um, it go ahead.
0: Well, I was the only thing I was going to say about the par threes. I I love them too, but they do feel very similar. Because, there's three along
1: the along the way.
0: I think maybe I don't know if it's maybe because there's only so much you can do. So that's you, I, it's hard to make them look different, right? When they're they're all three running parallel to the coast.
1: It is, and that's what Bandon and Although Pacific do does a good job, of do it. amazing yeah. job of like bring. And maybe this wasn't possible, but you know, one thing—I forget what book uh, I read this in—but one thing it might have been Harry Colt had said originally about uh, Port Rush or something—is having your first hole that hits a body of water go at it because it takes That's, up so much yeah. less real estate.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. That's what Bannon does so good at is the fourth hole at Bannon yeah. Dunes,
1: like it reveals the ocean. And between. then you have the
0: fifth hole, which is. Fifth is the par three, right? Sixth is or par six three. is the par three. Six is the par three. That kind of angles at it a little bit, which is so cool. Yeah. And that, yeah, there's only, and, and like Pacific Dunes is the same thing where you have 10 or nine, sorry, nine that runs right at it. Right at it and then all of a sudden 10 runs Ten. right next to it. 10 and, 11. Or 10 11, sorry. Yeah. And like they feel like completely different universes, right? right. Whereas Whistling Straits is everyone is. They make great postcards and they look gorgeous. I'm looking at them on the website right now. Yeah. They look absolutely beautiful. But which I get I, making, if you if you put a gun to my head and said like name the differences between like what is it three seven and twelve yeah I'd be like ah I don't know they're all about the same yardage I think one of them goes south and two of them go north which they're all pretty similar
1: if you they are different clubs like seven is hard as shit it's longer one um it. From the red three. Keys, it's not bad. Yeah. It's a flip wedge. <laughs> uh, three. I like three. And then this is kind of where I, I think I net out on whistling is I I love just really interesting greens. And I remember almost nothing about the greens there.
0: Yeah. Three it's, I thought was a cool green. Three's I, I do think three is the best of the part three. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I
1: agree. But the rest of the greens, I'm kind of just like, eh, yeah. they don't seem to have the same intrigue to them that uh, another course that we're going to talk about at some point was Shore Acres, and the one that I had, I had prepared for. And I'm like, oh, like just looking at pictures of Shore Acres, I'm like, oh my, like that's it, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Huge ass greens with really interesting complexes, and that just doesn't have that at, at Whistling.
0: So yeah, the only green that really springs to mind is is 18. I think just because it's it's so weird, but that's even I don't even know if it's good, but that's the one but that can I'm, we talk about 18? 18, <laughs> 18 stinks. <laughs> 18 would be such a cool par five if they had a little more space to move it back
1: it would be a cool par three or if, a cool par three like if you just just hit the approach or, over or, the wall, or even just a shorter I mean, four but like sure. it's
0: it's a lot from from it's too much back there yeah that's yeah. for
1: the people that go there like one last kick in the teeth of like yeah here, here's the the biggest force carry you could imagine it's cool cool tournament golf hole sure yeah, yeah. there's a lot of drama that's there's, come down to that there's,
0: hole. Fun, there's bunkers up that's waste area up the right uh careful not to ground your club there in this sorry bunkers <laughs> <laughs> Hazards, um penalty areas whatever so yeah it,
1: the holes that run along the water i don't there's not they're not
0: great like they're you know what i mean there's not like i am kind of I'm, I'm looking back at the website and i'm like fourth is okay i'm looking at a picture of it I'm like i think i kind of looks really like 16 r- from the team what i did there yeah I, I thought the the weird par five is kind of fun the uh i believe five. it's called the snake yeah but the one that it like kind of triple bends and you can choose how much you want to cut off and stuff. That, that was cool. Especially we had a super windy day. So um, 13
1: is cool. That little par four back in the corner. I think it's 13 or 14, which one of those, um, the short ish par four yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of comes oh, over that a ridge was awesome. and, bend, yeah, yeah. and the water runs down to your right. It yeah. banks down to the right. That one's really good. Um, but yeah, it, there's not like a, if you had a, if I had to pick a favorite hole, it'd probably be three. um, maybe just cause it's kind of your first hit and taste of the water. And that elevated tee is really cool. Seven. So the last part three, I, I think that to counter what you were saying about, like they kind of feel the same seven is lo- like a long iron from, for most players, from most tees, And then 12 is a wild ass snake ish green mm-hmm. that can add so much variability to that, that hole. Like you could 17 is another long iron or even that's like a yeah. hybrid or yeah, something. that hole is absurd. Yeah. Um, but twelve green is wild in that it, you have so many different pin options. I think it's twelve, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, it's twelve. The short yeah. part three.
0: I think if I had to pick favorite, I like ten a lot. Ten really ten cool. is a cool hole. The part or par four kind of dog like up the hill. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Pick pick where you want to hit. Don't need to hit driver, but you can if you want to try to bang one up there. That that hole um, can that lure really you
1: cool. in and tempt you into doing some dumb
0: shit. I um, thought that was a good. Uh, I might be speaking on my ass, but uh, I thought that was one of the best examples of kind of using the. Elevation change that they created out Mm -hmm. there, you know, where that was one that's like, okay, this one plays uphill and Mm -hmm. it's not just a lot of them You know, I felt like the elevation was you're kind of playing through Like you like you're almost playing through the elevation rather than you still have a lot of flat shots I know there are some uphill some downhill, but Mm -hmm. I thought 10 was the best example of actually kind of Winding uphill and that that felt like you were like you were somewhere else other than kind of Central coastal Wisconsin. Yeah, so overall I
1: think you know I would say, and people can roll their eyes at this if they want, but if, like, if you're playing here, Pinehurst, Bandon, Pebble, any of those places, if you if you had a 10-round trip that just included all of those courses, I don't think you'd walk away from Whistling Trades being like, that That was like my favorite. Unless you shot a really great score. Which is not a high <laughs> chance, is what I'm saying. <laughs> right, yeah. um, so I hope that kind of puts it into perspective. Anything else we need to cover question-wise as to what uh, what's on the list there?
0: Um, well, let's see where is this course uh, we we alluded to it but um, I, I did want to speak to just a little bit like it's not abandoned in the middle of, of nowhere I think people kind of do picture it like that a little bit because it's in the unincorporated town of Haven I think technically like we mentioned up front Haven Sheboygan and uh, Kohler all kind of wrestle for the uh, wrestle for the the naming rights but uh, Sheboygan's close by Sheboygan's a normal size you know a mid-sized city like there's hotels there's restaurants there's there's other stuff to do if you don't want to stay at the resort um we had a delightful time going down to downtown sheboygan and eating some seeing, cheese curds eating some cheese curds down there uh, so we had that history we mentioned the two pgas uh the rider cup this year i guess one thing we didn't really talk about how do you think it's going to be as a, a rider cup venue
1: we'll see I think eliminating a whole side of the course for galleries, like the lake, you can't have yeah. bleachers in a lake, um, could inhibit things. And for a, an event that's already very difficult to for people to see things, I will say there's a lot of mounds and hills and stuff for people to yeah. view on, and they've he- held majors before, and I'd imagine people could see quite well from those things. Can I? <laughs> I, I
0: I'll I never forget. Uh, I don't mean to laugh, but sometimes it, it's a little funny when. Uh, they'd have the PGA like right during this, when it was still in August, obviously. And so it's right. Peak summer, dry, uh, all that fescue starts laying down. There's so many people like Falling. people would start to, your, your feet just go out from under you. Get walking down the laid down fescue and you just take people out like bowling ball. <laughs> and there were so many broken legs. I remember that week,
1: which again, this is a very unpopular stance I've taken in the past. <laughs> go on. There's a case to be made for golf shoes as a as a oh. viewer of a golf tournament.
0: <clears throat> I've come I've I've come full circle uh on this take. I think a lot of it has to do with the evolution of golf shoes. Yeah. Uh you can I could be wearing golf shoes right now you'd have no idea. Yeah. You know. There's 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 uh, been some big steps made in in camouflaging the fact that you're actually wearing them, but I, from a waterproof standpoint, uh enormous. Do you need to be out there wearing like the you know. Probably not. The classic My Joys uh like subtle <laughs> <laughs> shoes Clip, cl- like clack. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably not. I uh something with a little grip though and some waterproof. I mean, who's gonna argue with that?
1: Growing up going to the memorial where it rained every <laughs> single year and seeing That's how many curse, right? wipeouts, if, yeah, leather lips. Leather yeah. lips. <laughs> seeing how many wipeouts there are. I don't know how we got on this topic, but uh <laughs> I basically if you want to wear golf shoes at a golf tournament to keep your footing, this is a good place to do it at. I wanna make one thing clear on whistling. I, I have I I don't want to get your your take on this. I have no problem with moving a lot of dirt. Like for a golf course, I I'm not a big naturalist of like, well, that's fake. Like that mound is fake. Like they moved all this dirt to me. I don't care. No, I don't I, care I at
0: totally, all. Totally. I'm with you. That's um, not
1: the knock on this golf course at all. I think I, they moved a shitload of dirt for mindless reasons. Like all the f- bunkers that they put in the mounds and hillsides and stuff that are never in play. And just so they could say they have a thousand bunkers. <laughs> I think that's kind of silly, yeah. but I have no problem with it. That's your money. You can do what you want. Do they pass that cost on to the, to the, you know, the paying resort guest? Yes which sucks but like that's not why i don't i'm not inspired by the place no
0: i totally agree first time i was there for a tournament uh must have been the i don't know when i'm trying to it doesn't matter it might have been the 2010 pga i can't remember but the uh i was walking around with another a, a writer and i was like man this is you know this place is pretty cool like it it looks cool like no it sucks they moved they moved all it's all fake they moved so much dirt like, oh, okay. Well, you're right. It doesn't look cool. <laughs> like, never mind. Like, no, dude, still. Do you know what it would look
1: like if they didn't move the dirt? Yeah, like, exactly, it would suck. It, exactly. So,
0: I, I guess the, the counter to that is like have it at other courses where things are more natural, I guess. But I, I'm with you. I, I think like a good example is a place like Cabot. Yeah. Um, where I remember uh, talking to, I think we mentioned this in either the podcast or on the video or whatever, but uh, I was texting. I, I and buddies with, like, some of the shapers who worked out there and was texting someone, like, oh, God, I absolutely love how you guys use this dune on number two at Cabot Cliffs. Like, that's so cool. It frames the whole entire hole. That's so cool that you guys did that. Like, oh, no, that's fake. We just built that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, oh, okay, well, well shit, cool. Maybe it doesn't matter. Like, it's still, <laughs> still awesome.
1: Great job. As long as it doesn't look horrifically artificial. Yeah. Which I don't think whistling does.
0: I, I mean, I, it does. Like, it, I don't think it looks like anything else. <laughs> I, I will not... Forget like flying the drone around there. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, there's an outlier. Like yeah, that's not what the rest of this place. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what the rest of this place looks like. So I, I think it does look like it was created in a lab, but I also think it looks cool. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, in the wrong hands, like could that be you know just a, a horrific waste of money for sure. Yeah, but I I think they I don't know I think they did a fine job with it, and it's it's fun to be there.
1: So help me with this because you've been to aaron Hills, you've been to Sand Valley. So you said, like, yeah, if I had $2,000, I wouldn't be lining up to go to Wisconsin on a golf trip. Now, does the fact that you can do all of those in one trip, including Whistling, and they also have the Irish course there at Whistling, which we haven't talked about. They have um, Black Wolf Run that's there as well. Does does a trip through Wisconsin, including Whistling Straits, make sense to you? More I, so than just going to Whistling
0: Straits. Well, so we've said this on a lot of other podcasts, and we, we said it at length on the Sawgrass one too, but if – putting professional golf in context is important to you then it's important to see it you know and i think it's excuse me um i think it is i think that's where you almost have to start is like man if you if you care about watching pro golf on tv and seeing how your game stacks up because that legitimately is fun to do sometimes and that's why it's fun to go play sawgrass and that's why it's fun to go play kiowa and you know pebbles probably different but there's obviously elements of that too but I think that's almost where you have to start is like if that's important to you yeah go play it sure you know it'll it's gonna be part of professional golf for the next 50 years so I mean if that's if you want to have more context on like how do guys play the tenth hole what line do they take versus what line do I take like that if that's really fun to you then go do it and that's really fun to me so mm-hmm. uh I, I, I do like it from that perspective now you mentioned, The only the only three I've I've played, and this is a huge regret, is that I haven't played like the river course at Black Wolf Run. So many people say like that's the best, you know, the best quote unquote golf course on on property. Is like that place is exceptional. So I'd love to go, stay, and actually like see the rest of what's there because it probably is worthwhile. Otherwise, people wouldn't keep constantly going there. I mean, that's that's the other thing is like we can say all kind, and this is kind of our Sawgrass thing too. Is like oh, it's overpriced. This is bullshit. Blah blah blah. It's like oh, cool. Well. Our T sheet's full literally all day, every day. So <laughs> obviously, you're wrong, uh, which is very fair. Yeah. So uh, there must be stuff, you know, whether it's the resort, whether it's the the other golf courses that are there, like it, there is obviously critical mass there. But of the three that I played on, on my trips, kind of like last, last year, was Straits Course, Aaron Hills, and Sand Valley. Like if I was splitting up 10 rounds between those three, I mean, like it would, it would, Aaron Hills would probably be six of them mm. and, uh, sand Valley would probably be two and whistling Straits would probably be two. Wow. So I, I don't know if that puts it. Yeah. Puts we might need to do an Aaron but, Hills pod. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's definitely do that. Okay. I, I loved it, man. Okay. We need to,
1: I'd like to hear more about that. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it for whistling. We are uh, going to wrap this one up and we'll see you again. Uh, send us recommendations if you have them for courses you'd like to hear us talk about. Yeah. On the Crash course podcast. Cheers. Cheers.